Okay, everything's recording. What's up, everybody? It's Big John on the Panic Attack, and I've got a lot to talk at you about tonight, or whatever time you're watching this. Follow me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Like, share, comment, subscribe, all that stuff that I'm supposed to tell you to do. Uh, and okay, so to follow up on something I talked about yesterday about the pedophilia and the latching onto the gay pride movement and such and so forth, lo and behold, uh, today Brandon Tatum did a or played a clip on his YouTube from a, a woman, she appears and sounds like a woman anyway. Uh, who's a member of the LGBTQ plus AI something, whatever, community. I'll be respectful. LGBTQ AI plus or IA plus. It, she'll explain it. But she's talking about exactly what I talked about yesterday. The pedophilia movement is latched on to the pride movement and there's even a pedophilia pride flag I told you so there are rock for the past few years because there's a thing called a pedophilia pride flag now this flag doesn't come as a surprise to me at all because I happily expected pedophilia to be legalized many years ago because Democrats would stoop so low to be inclusive to everybody so this right here is the pedo flag the technical term of this flag is MAP, which stands for Minor Attractive Persons. Uh, uh, now, uh, the uh, uh, there you go. Hold on, hold on. Time out. Talk, talk. Minor Attractive Persons. I know you've heard that floating around. I've heard it floating around. I'm telling you guys, the Democrats are good. The left is good at using language. Planned Parenthood ain't got nothing to do with Planned Parenthood. The Democrat Party ain't got nothing to do with democracy. I mean, we could go down with this. Uh, the, the Inflation Reduction Act ain't got nothing to do with reducing inflation. Green New Deal. Uh, All right, just let her break it down. Jeez, Liz. They use words to trick you out of your position. Uh, attractive person, minor attractive person, is another word for the enemy. You know what I'm saying? The fact that this flag even exists is disgusting in itself. But once I actually look at this flag and look at the colors, it disgusts me even more. So here's a breakdown of what the colors mean on the flag. The top two stripes are blue to represent attraction to young boys. The bottom two stripes are pink to represent attraction to young girls. The inner yellow stripes are to represent childhood and general attraction to minors regardless of their gender. And the middle stripe is white to represent innocence and unwillingness to offend. How disgusting. Sickles! Alright, so the... The, uh lesbian lady there who's critiquing the pedophilia pride flag uh, continued on but he interrupted and started doing his two cents and I'm not doing a podcast about another podcaster uh, but I wanted to point that out I was right again uh, that woman's probably a member of or should be at least a member of the uh, gays against groomers club and uh, anyways moving along so to lay out today's show today's talk 
We got old Anthony Fauci is retiring. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anthony Fauci is retiring. Dennis Rodman is trying to bring world peace once again. Uh, carjacker in Chicago learns a lesson. And then in a deeper dive, the midterm elections, Carl Rove has some stupidity to spout out. And Newsweek is propagating uh, for the Democrats by saying Joe Biden's approval rating is up. Yippee, yippee. So, first off, good riddance, Anthony Fauci. Dr. Falsi, Anthony Fauci. Some of you who uh, were part of the AIDS community in the 80s or were part of the COVID crisis may call him Dr. Death. (laughs) But let's look at some of Anthony Fauci's uh, bloopers and blunders and failures and downright despicableness. There's an island where they breed monkeys to experiment on. This is funded by Anthony Fauci's agency uh, and signed off on and known of by Anthony Fauci. You had the Beagle Gate animal experiments exposed. Research funded by Fauci's agency where they put dogs' heads inside of these boxes, cut their vocal cords because the torturers got tired of listening to the dogs crying and let these uh, poor dogs' faces be eaten off by mosquitoes or gnats or some sort of uh, bugs, all in the name of the science. Of course, I mentioned the AIDS crisis. In the 80s, he he didn't know anything about AIDS, didn't understand it. And it was a new thing. I'll give him that, but he's supposed to be the science And he got humongous blowback from the gay community, the AIDS uh, activists, because he was saying things like, well, parents could pass AIDS to their children through contact. If uh, you pick up a box of cereal and then your kid picks it up after you, the kid could catch AIDS. Uh, This led to a lot of prejudice against people with AIDS and HIV. It is a blood-borne pathogen. It is a sexually transmitted disease, although you can get it through sharing uh, dirty drug needles or drug paraphernalia. But the fact of it is, you know, I can remember... (laughs) I can remember as a kid going into uh, the laundromat with my grandmother. How our clothes ever came out of that place clean, I don't know. Because it was the dirtiest place in town. But uh, I said, Grandma, i got to use the bathroom. 
And for some reason, my grandmother, in her infinite ignorance, blurted out, well, that's how you get AIDS, by using a public toilet. I'm like, Grandma, you use the public bathroom. What are you fucking talking about? But that's really what people thought. And I'm like, why do people think this? Because I was like a pretty small kid. And even I knew in school that this was something that basically was only transmitted through sex. Now, um... Anyways, let's not get off on AIDS. But Fauci dropped the ball on that because he was obsessed with vaccine, vaccine. We got to have a vaccine. And he told us, <laughs> after two years of lockdowns and hundreds of thousands of Americans dead, that, you know, oh, the only way we can go back to normal is to get a, a COVID vaccine. This cat has made millions of dollars off of the drug companies in this country. And the drug companies put his name and the names of other people at the NIH and the NIADS on patent applications so that Anthony Fauci and other people at these uh, government bureaucracies can get credit or get paid, that's what I'm trying to say, for uh, being researchers <laughs> on the patents for drugs, medications, vaccines. Anthony Fauci has not seen a patient or done research other than you know reading the same reports and statistics you or I could read in 50 years. He's been a government bureaucrat for 50 years years so good riddance goodbye don't let the door hit you where the good lord splits you Anthony Fauci Dr. Falsy so old Dennis Rodman the wild man of the NBA in the 1990s is on a diplomatic mission trying to bring world peace once again Bless his little heart. Now, we all thought this dude was crazy. When he made a friendship with Kim Jong-un uh, and went to North Korea to talk diplomacy. And really, Rodman was going there to try to make a pathway for the common, everyday, oppressed, starving North Korean victim of its own government. So now Dennis Rodman wants to, or is going to, pardon me, not, not just wants to, he's gotten permission from uh, the Russian government to fly to Russia to negotiate the release of the embattled pothead WNBA star Brittany Griner. The United States government does not want him going there. So, Fox Sports reports, State Department makes clear stance on Dennis Rodman's Russia travel. NBA legend Dennis Rodman made waves over the weekend when he revealed his plan to go to Russia 
to advocate for the release of WNBA superstar Brittany Griner, who was serving a nine-year prison sentence after she was convicted of drug charges. She had a vape pen, or a vape, whatever they're called, I don't know. And its contents were marijuana. In Russia, that's a big, big deal. Uh, so they sentenced her to nine years in the gulag over pot. Pretty uptight, those Russians. Rodman told NBC News over the weekend he got permission to travel to Russia to help that girl. I thought the Biden administration gave him the permission. But no, they're adamantly against it. He didn't uh, elaborate on who gave him the green light to travel to Russia. On Monday, State Department spokesman Ned Price was asked about Rodman's travel plans. Well, we have seen through the media, and really only through the media, that Dennis Rodman has said he does intend to travel to Russia. He, I want to be clear, is, or P hyphen, I want to be clear, comma, he is, he would not be traveling on behalf of the U.S. government. So the State Department is making it clear that he is not an official United States representative. I'm pretty sure the Russians are smart enough to know that. Uh, and I think all of the American people are smart enough to know that. Uh, he was Trump's wingman uh, when Trump went to went to Russia or North Korea. Dennis, a guy that I hated until he became a Chicago Bull, and really wasn't that big of a fan of him then. Uh, I always thought it was a nut. And when he went to North Korea, I thought, oh, you communist sympathizer, you lunatic. No, Dennis has a big, big heart if you get to know him. And by the way, this Brittany Griner, man, what a woman. She's almost seven foot. She looks like a dude. She's just not pretty. That's not bad. I'm not pretty either. But anyways, a little side observation there. Uh, Dennis really wants to take care of people. And this woman, n nobody, deserves to be serving nine years in any prison for marijuana. It's over. This is not the 1950s. Smoking pot does not make you freak out and jump out of windows. That was the CIA's LSD experiments that did that. <laughs> gotcha. Now, I have a, a feeling, a hunch, being as crafty and evil as Putin is, Dennis has met with Putin before. They've met, you don't know this, but Americans travel to and from Russia all the time. But Dennis and Vladimir Putin have met, they're not 
they're not great friends, but they've met. It wouldn't shock me to have this woman released or her sentence reduced by Dennis by the Russians, but through Dennis Rodman, just to embarrass the Biden administration. Biden said a lot of bad things about people when he was running for president. Putin was at the tip top of that. The Saudis were on that list. And he got called out in Saudi Arabia. The Biden government offered the Russians a high-level terrorist, a, an international gun runner, in exchange for Brittany Griner and someone else that Russia is holding uh, hostage. The Russians turned it down because of how bad Biden talked about them and, of course, the sanctions over the war in Ukraine and the U.S. funding the Ukrainian side of the war. And Putin knows it will be a smack in the face if Dennis Rodman walked out of Russia with this woman on his arm. Don't put it past Vladimir Putin to release this lady to Dennis Rodman. I'll probably be wrong on that one. I'll probably be wrong, but it would not shock me. So quickly, quick, quicky, quick. A carjacker is in critical condition after being shot by legal gun owner he was trying to rob. That's the headline of the Washington Examiner. Someone tried to jack a car. The owner of the car pulled out his legal concealed weapon. He had a concealed he or she, I don't know if, I just read the headline. He or, she had, or he or she had a legal permit to carry a concealed weapon, which is hard to get in Illinois. Get this little pop-up video from Biden out here. Uh, it actually doesn't say. At least one person was sent to the hospital after a concealed carry holder in Chicago shot a would-be carjacker Monday morning. Once again, I is proven correct. Guns save lives when they're in the hands of the right people. Guns save lives when they're in the hands of good people. Let's break, and then I'll come back and talk about these two midterm election articles. Hey guys, welcome back to another cover. Just before we jump into it, I would love no, to No, don't welcome me back. Just play the song. You want to know something else that's uh, creepy, creepy, creep, creepity? Uh, so yesterday I did a podcast about Warren Jeffs, 
this maniac pedophile uh, that they want that the liberals want the whole world to be like and today uh, I got a thing on my uh, news feed that said from your past shopping experiences here's a book about Warren Jeffs I didn't shop anything about Warren Jeffs I did a podcast about the guy and I must have said his name into my computer so many times that some AI spyware picked up on it and now they're trying to sell me books about this creepy ass pedophile I want to learn more about him the, the, the hour and a half documentary was sick enough anyhow ye old Carl Rove another neocon I liked in ye early 2000s I was young and I needed the money guys not, not that kind of liked he said, Rove, the midterms are tightening because Trump's legal chaos dampens Republican enthusiasm. Now, this is the guy that brought us compassionate conservatism. You, it, it's compassionate to help a single mother get back on her feet with, through welfare but it's conservative to say you have to work for it and there's a time when you have to get off of welfare. Uh, it's compassionate to give somebody health insurance who can't afford it, but it's conservative to say get a full-time job that has health insurance when you can afford it. Those type of things. Now... Rove is saying that the midterm elections are getting tight, much like Mitch McConnell said, because it's Donald Trump's fault. This is the Republican establishment, which is what Rove is. Rove is an anti-Trumper. He's George W. Bush's best friend, uh, and we all know the Bushes hate Trump because of the way he attacked Jeb. Uh, now, and they they hate him because he's not establishment. I'm still kind of a fan of George W. He was nice to me. His mom was nice to me. But I'm just saying, Carl Rove was the architect of the the Bush campaign. He ran the Bush White House for a good portion of Bush's time in office. And he is a wise man. He was the one that came up with the strategy of, you know, go for the middle voters, but make sure you get your base, your base voters out to vote. Those are your saviors on election day. And the Republican base is somebody Donald Trump can rile up. But yet... Rove and Mitch McConnell are thumbing their noses at us, the Republican base, yet again, as establishment Republicans always do, and they're willing to lose Herschel Walker's race, which should be a gimme. They're losing. They're willing to lose Mehmet Oz's race. Uh, I bet you they'd be willing to lose J.D. Vance's race, but. Ohio is so 
red and so MAGA Vance is probably going to win by 9%. The thing of the matter is Rove warned members of his party on Monday that President Trump's legal problems are dampening Republican voters' enthusiasm to participate in the midterm elections. How so? Every time they pick on Donald Trump, every time they raid his home, well, that's only been one time, but still, his, Trump's approval rating goes up with uh, Republican voters, our base. Republican or Trump candidates swept through the Republican primaries because the Republican base came out and voted for those candidates. And to cut off your nose to spite your face right now is what Karl Rove and Mitch McConnell are doing. It's good old boy status quo hold the line Republicans that need to go. Karl Rove loved him when he got George Bush elected. That that campaign strategy was phenomenal. Uh, it was the 72-hour campaign. You start three days before the election, getting your, your base geared up. You check the poll books on election day. You see what Republicans have gone out to vote. Uh, then in November 2004, I was out going door to door on election day asking people, have you voted in uh, heavy Republican neighborhoods? They would find information on people like if you make this amount of money, you drive this kind of car and you subscribe to this magazine, Forbes magazine was the example they use. I don't want you to think it was like Playboy or something. If you subscribe to Forbes magazine, you drive a Cadillac, and you live in this neighborhood and make $100,000, you're probably a Republican. So they were sending us to those houses <coughs> to knock doors on election day, ask people, have you voted today? And you know, we were like, oh, yeah, I'm just doing a neighborhood survey. We had little survey things we were taken out and we fill in the little circle yes i voted no i plan on voting no i don't plan on voting if they said no i plan on voting it was your job to get their ass to the polls or we took that information back to republican headquarters it was scanned into a computer and the people that hadn't voted yet but intended to got a reminder phone call the people that said, well, I'm a Republican, but I don't think I'm going to vote this year, they got a phone call. Some of them got a second knock on the door. I was driving little old ladies to the polls to get George W. reelected. Like, yes, Grandma, not my literal grandma, but yes, Mrs. Smith, we'll stop at the grocery store and get your prescription. Come on, let's get to the polls. Come on. Can't let that commie John Kerry get elected. I left out the commie John Kerry part, but I'm literally like out there busting my ass in a drizzle rain. It wasn't like a torrential downpour, but it was a dreary day when it's just that misty rain, the kind of rain that it's actually kind of nice to be outside in.
uh, a cool November day. And praise the Lord, we got W elected a second time because America couldn't survive John Kerry, that traitorous commie sympathizer that backstabbed his fellow Vietnam vets. Anyhow, Karl Rove was splendid. And he knows that we have to have our base voters, the people like me, the people that support traditional American conservative values out there voting. And Trump gets those people stirred up. Yes, he's populist. Yes, he's a little middle road. He, he openly supported gay marriage. You know, he's the first person to run for president and be openly supportive of same-sex marriage. Obama did not, did not, did not, N-O-T, D-I-D, N-O-T, did not support gay marriage until after his re-election. Hillary Clinton never supported gay marriage until it became popular and became legal. The Clintons, when, when Bubba Bill ran in the 90s, he was anti-gay marriage. Yeah, Mr. Liberal. And frankly, I believe marriage is for a man and a woman. But honestly, it's not the government's job to decide that. That's the kind of guy Trump is. And that's the kind of people that the Republican base are turning into. So, anyways, Rove knows discouraging Trump voters will cost us the midterm elections. Not discouraging the middle-of-the-road Republican voters. We've got to get every Republican out there this year. We cannot be pissing on each other's foot and saying it's raining right now. The media is going to do good enough of a job of pissing on our leg and saying it's raining. I'll show you here in a second. Let me take a puff or two. I might have to relight. Yeah, I gotta knock that ash off and relight. Um, Newsweek is bragging that Biden's poll numbers are the highest they've been in three months which is pretty damn hard to get any lower than where he was, the lowest presidential approval rating in history, I believe. But, still, all right, I'm relit. Biden approval rating has not been higher in three months. So it's the highest it's been in three months. What this is doing, what their their gimmick is here, they want you to look at Biden and say, oh, you know, he got that inflation reduction thing passed. Uh, inflation, you know, that's really hurting me. It's a good thing, you know, he, he compromised with Republicans and got a bipartisan, wasn't bipartisan. But he got an Inflation Reduction Act passed. Ah, man. You know, and, you know, he he had some other victories. Got some other things passed. Uh, The bipartisan 
uh, gun bill passed, uh, you know, and the guns are killing people, which we just talked about in Chicago. No, guns save lives of innocent good people. We just need more guns in the hands of the right people. That aside, what Newsweek is doing with this article, yes, they're reporting news, but <laughs> they're reporting news and it was this week. But what's the point? Uh, according, <laughs> this is bullshit. According to 35, or according to 538's tracker, which it, this isn't even like the the mecca of the 538 is the one that they want you to hear. I bet you the real clear politics average is a lot lower than this. But anyways. It says Biden's rating is now 41% from its lowest score of 37.5. That's already bullshit. 538 is not, not nearly as good as Real Clear Politics. Real Clear Politics had Biden at like 31 or 32% approval. So they're using a st the statistic that Newsweek needed to find. And they want to make voters think, well, he's getting a little more popular. Eh, I'm not a big fan of Dr. Oz. Didn't like his TV show. Maybe I'll just stay home and, you know, my vote really doesn't count anyway. Or, yeah, I'm kind of on the fence, voter. Uh, I'm not real sure between Republican and Democrat. Oh, Biden's approval is coming up. Uh, he must have done something good. Uh, maybe I'll give the Democrats just one more chance to foul up America. That's what Newsweek's doing with this article. Trying to influence voters. It's a last-ditch effort because a few months ago before Karl Rove and Mitch McConnell and the scumbags in the establishment Republican Party that are just as bought off as the Democrats before they all abandon and start backstabbing the Trump-backed MAGA candidates. It was going to be a red tsunami. It was going to be a possibility of picking up 60 seats in the Senate, 260 in the House. Now Republicans, Mitch McConnell, wants to say, oh, well, <laughs> you know, we're just not going to win the Senate back this year. We may outright lose the Senate, popul uh, you know, may go from a 50-50 tie to a 52-48 majority for the Democrats. That's a failure of Mitch McConnell's leadership, people. If the GOP House barely takes an advantage and gets, like, 215 uh, Republicans in the House and not 250 or 260 or any of that, it's a failure of Kevin McCarthy's leadership. And it's all to cut off our nose to spite our face. And our face is Donald Trump.
we don't like it. I hear people turning on Trump. Oh, you know, I'm tired of Trump. I'm tired of him. Are you really, or are you listening to the dumbasses in the media? Because I still hear the same Donald Trump I heard four years ago when I said, you know, I really want Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio, but man, this Trump guy's on to something. He's he's doing something here. He's got a lot of good points when I listen to what he says. Man, he's really rallying people that normally don't go out and vote. Donald Trump got 75 million votes, people. 75 million votes and some change. Mitch McConnell, if you, well, he's never run nationally, but Mitch McConnell couldn't get 7.5 million votes in a national election. Karl Rove had to kiss George W. Bush's ass to amount to a hill of beans. He would have been nowhere without his best friend, George W. So we gotta, gotta, Trumpy baby, save America. God will save America. But I think Trump could be the instrument God uses. Speaking of God, it's time to end this. God bless y'all. Pray for one another. Love somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved. It's been another panic attack with Big John. Hit me up on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John.